got a lot to see today, including ancient statues, ancient gardens, and the meditation hall used by ancient airbenders. Yay, old things. Hello, and welcome to Avatar Weekly, a Stark Friends podcast, a show that pokes and prods at all things Avatar one episode at a time. Today's episode is The Guide. My name is Buddy Stark, and... Oh, goodness, I didn't think about anything. What's going on in my life right now? You're making a game. Yeah, but that's not new. I think a lot of people know that by now. What else? What is yeah. ever new in your life? I don't know. Um, but he's been watching the Sex Crimes show. Yeah, I just started. I don't know if uh, you guys have heard. There's a little show called Law and Order SVU. Maybe you've heard of that. I just began it. Uh, so I'm a little behind the curve, a season <laughs> or two. But uh, yeah, I'm catching up. You've got about 20 years to catch up on. <laughs> really? Wow. I didn't know it had been on for that long. It's been on for a long time. I don't know if it's 20 seasons, but it's close if it's not. That's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, what's going on with me? Is it still on? Mm-hmm. Wow. I think they rebooted it recently. I think it was off Did for a couple, couple years. Oh, no? Oh. Mm-mm. Did you know that Taylor Swift loved or loves that show so much that she named her cat after the female character? Olivia? Olivia Benson. Yep. That's the only reason I know the name of the character. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. And then Stabler left, and I was like, meh. He does? Yeah, it's interesting. I, um, he doesn't die, because he comes back. And I actually think he's coming back. He's doing his own show. They've, right. They've now made a spinoff for just him, which I thought like the dynamic of him and her was like what made the show great. Right. I'm watching it on Plex, and... Uh, I'm uh, I'm in season three at this point, and the the oh, you're icon. Close. That, yeah, uh, the icon that shows up for uh, the show has like five actors in it, uh, and in season one didn't have any of them. Well, it was Olivia. There, were, Olivia was the only one, <laughs> and in season two, Ice T shows up, and it's it's. <laughs> Do you know? Wait, now? Yeah, you no, need no. to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've actually oh, seen likes. that exact line. Yep. Um, <laughs> but now I'm I'm halfway through, probably a little over halfway through season three, and it's still just those two out of the five people that I recognize. In the, in the oh, because the five people, none of them are Stabler. You don't have... Yeah, why aren't they? Well, none of them are Stabler, and none of them are... Because um, he's uh, popular. John, what's his face? John Munch. Clack, 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 clack. Is that his real name? Yeah, Munch. Clack, clack, clack. What are you doing? typing uh stabler leaves after season 12 hmm. so oh, almost half while. of the show ago <laughs> that's crazy mm-hmm. he's like the person who i thought was synonymous with svu yeah for sure it's like when mandy patinkin left criminal minds no yeah, but that happened pretty early it and that did. show got infinitely worse mm. nah yeah i know we don't agree on that he was g- fine he was good fine <laughs> craig and i um our bosses were gone, so we watched uh, Princess Bride while we were at work. So now, they're gonna, now they're going to know. They're going yeah. to listen to our podcast. Yeah, and, and I forgot know. how much I love that movie. I want to rewatch it. It's been it's on so my like, watch list for a while now. We played the board game that we got for Buddy's birthday, and it reminded me how much I love it and how quotable it is. You keep on using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. Buddy loves saying that to me. Do you do the, do you do the Spaniard accent, too? No. He's not racist. <laughs> so, who's that other person sitting next to you, bud? Oh, yeah. I'm Hannah, and I helped you. You helped me. Okay, I got you. I got you. Um... Oh, I'm best known. This is so embarrassing. For recently becoming a fan. Of ASMR videos. But like just one channel. Only one There's channel. There's just one channel. I've tried other ones that are like, because you like this, watch this. And it, I can't do it. I only like this one girl. And I watch them all the time. She brushes people's hair. It's so nice. <laughs> and like whispers into the camera. And I am like properly embarrassed by it. Like I don't know why I like it. <laughs> but it was like magic. I watched one and I was like, I feel instantly relaxed. Like, my body feels calm. And now ask Buddy. Like, I watch him every day. Oh, it's all the time. (laughs) It's just on our television. It helps me sleep. So, for those of you fans that know the show better than we do, I'm sure you'll all recall the moment where Hannah 
called out asmr is yep. a weird kinky thing i still think it's weird i am yeah. not happy that i like it but, but we're telling things about ourselves so i'm just letting you all know she really likes did you just whisper what that's the worst no, I'm not. stop I'm not it <laughs> you don't have the voice for it <laughs> only julia can do it <laughs> i hate it like anybody else, I can't stand it. I tried to watch this other girl, and I was like, I'm going to punch you in the face. I like to whisper, too. Ugh. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> so that was does very the, appropriate. Hold on a second. Does the button have Buddy laughing, too? Yeah. Because that's the best part. I know. Because <laughs> I watched his stupid face. All right, that was a laugh. good one, right? Noah. Yeah, let's go. Noah, what you got? I mean, who are you? My name is Noah, and I am best known for not making enough spaghetti. Mm. What? Didn't use the the little hole in the spoon, huh? Uh, no, I eyeballed it, cause, and I was gonna use like half the box, and Amber was like, "That's too much. Use a quarter." Oh yeah, and I was like, no, that's that's way much. too much. And I was like, "Okay, I'll use a quarter," and it was not enough. Yeah, for each person, you want uh, like an inch diameter, uh, like finger grab worth of noodles. Which is also, you can, the like a spaghetti pasta spoon has a hole in it, and you can like run spaghetti noodles through that, and that's and about so the right that's, amount. And that's the right amount for one person? For one person, yeah. And then that's I just, usually grab like an extra, you know? That's pathetic, because I definitely use the spoon. Well, and that's the joke, because everyone makes too much spaghetti always, period. Yep. That's right. how it works. No one ever makes the right amount. And so today, it was the opposite. I made well, enough. That's amazing. That is the joke, yeah. but I also I have come to the conclusion that like a box of spaghetti is like a dollar twenty. So like, okay, waste, I waste, waste a little bit waste, of spaghetti. Waste, yeah, waste. Like, uh, I'd rather <laughs> Poor not go hungry. Problems, right? Yeah. <laughs> when you get to like, the when you get to the elite class of <laughs> of citizen that we are, at. we just pour it down the trash. <laughs> I throw raw spaghetti noodles at passersby. <laughs> yeah, I, I was eat raw say, spaghetti noodles. We clean the floors with spaghetti noodles. <laughs> Belka agrees. Clearly, she loves spaghetti. She loves uh, anything, but does she love spaghetti? Nobody does. Less than spaghetti, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, see, she's not happy see, about this. Yeah, she's not. Yeah, she's not dealing with you. What see, do we do next? I think we typically recap. Recap. Thank you. Good call. Good call. Does anyone want to go first? No. Uh, yes. Okay. I'll go second. I don't remember what happens in this episode, but I remember how it starts. Perfect. Yes, let me pull up my thing, my thing. <laughs> Belly. Okay. Ready, Noah? Goo. <laughs> uh, so we open, and we open on Avatar. No, we open on Aang's. No, we open on Tenzin's family. Korra walks in, and they're like, what? <laughs> and Janora's playing with spirits, and no one else can see him, so it kind of looks like they're like imaginary friends, but they're actually spirits. And Cora apologizes to Tenzin and says that she needs his mentorship because she did an oopsie by opening opening the portal. And Tenzin's like, I can do this. This is what I'm trained for. But he actually can't do it, and he stinks at it, and he can't get to the spirit world. The whole episode. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Varric calls over Mako, and he's like, hey, I got a job for you. You should take it. And then Unalak is trying to still get into the portal with his children. And for some reason, they're like, we can bend water at it. It Meanwhile, work. we're finding out that Janora is actually super in tune with the spirit world, and so her aunt's like, "You can't do it, Tenzin. Janora has to." Yeah, and so they follow the spirits off to like a little spirity good place, and they end up oh, finding bad spirits. And for some reason, Cora knows how to get rid of them, and then they meditate, and that's it. Uh, and then uh, Mako gets framed for uh, a crime he didn't commit. Right. Yeah, we assume. And Asami and Mako are dating. And uh, her uncle is meeting with Batu, and who we now know is the spirit of, of chaos. Yes. That's it. How are we going to rate this episode? Three. 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 Yeah, all right. So we're all there. And we're making good faces. Excellent <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, do you mean they can't see this? <laughs> oh, no. I'll, I'll clip it. We'll put it on Facebook. Dope. <laughs> Uh, let's see. And now we discuss why. Why did we give it a 3.0? Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, good. Um, let's see. It was fine. <laughs> That's what a 3 is. 
Yeah, that's kind of where like I ended up. Um, there, it felt like just like sort of very mundane. Like there's nothing kind of special. Yeah. Um, the thoughts that I did write down was that I really liked that, and I'm sure we all did that. Jenora has baller spirit world skills. Yeah. Like it's nice that they're giving the child, which is she's maybe a little younger than the Aang gang was, but like that was the whole first show. Was she seems Aang's age? I would guess she's eleven or twelve. Yeah. So, like, the whole first show was watching kids of that age. So, that's, that's kind of fun that we're getting um, some plot for one of those kids. That's cool. That is funny because as I was watching it, I was like, wow, she's a really little kid to have that responsibility put on her. But, yeah, you're right. Aang's the same age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Duh, duh, duh. Uh, what do we think about Unalak uh, sacrificing his own son? Not surprising. Yeah, Unalak's uh, Unatool. <laughs> Good yeah. one. I just like I, I feel like that's a step towards uh, even worse for him. Yeah. Like like there's one I thing mean, to be a bad guy and go ahead. No no go ahead. I just it's one thing to be a bad guy and want certain things and and like want power. It's another thing to be willing to throw your child's life away. Like yeah, even Pedro Pascal wasn't able to do it. I don't know who that is. In the Mandalorian, he did. No, in Wonder Woman. Right, but in the Mandalorian. Oh, that movie. <laughs> Anyways, um, you're right. Even Pedro. But, uh, this isn't a Wonder Woman podcast. Otherwise, I'd get into that. Um, <laughs> he gave up his powers to save his child. Which does. Okay. Yeah, sure. And that's fine. Um, I'm not a parent, so I can't talk to the authenticity of that sort of decision making. <laughs> you would keep your powers? No, I definitely would, but I, it seemed unrealistic for the character. The character didn't... I thought it was a dumb ending. Hmm? I thought it was a dumb ending. I mean, I agree. It seemed silly. But yep. anyways, um, I was just going to say, we I, I don't know, because he's working to free the literal spirit of evil and chaos. He's pretty bad. So, like, <laughs> the fact that he's willing to sacrifice his son to do it doesn't really make him that much worse to me, because he's kind of yeah. like... <laughs> I don't Maybe, know. but do we do we know I guess he for does, sure that he is aware of, of who Vatu spirit? Yeah, he's freeing. Why would he be releasing him? Well, because c- maybe he, Vatu has promised him power in a new world order, mm-hmm. but he doesn't realize that Vatu plans on like abolishing life. Yeah, I guess we don't know yet. Right, he seems evil, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, he could be a a tool. It seemed pretty clear to me Vatu. that he was always using his kids as like weapons. Yeah, again, I, like I there's. But I, I think that, to me, you're, I mean, you're, don't get me wrong, you're a bad guy if you're using your kids the way he uses his kids, mm-hmm. but it's worse if you use your kids like that and then are also willing to throw them away. Yeah. Do you hear that, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. Our hard upbringing. No, he does not. Surprise. He only listened to the baseball one of stories. Oh, did he ever? <laughs> <laughs> I did like uh, in that same vein I did like that Desna cared about her brother so you're getting a little bit of humanity among the siblings there yeah which was nice I mean they obviously are like weirdly linked yeah. she always brought him on their dates mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah which like their bond is probably because their father is so messed up if this wasn't a kids show it would probably go the way of the Lannisters in Game of Thrones and their relationship would be like incestuous because their father was such a jerk Mm. that's svu stuff right there yeah (laughs) how about tenzin never being to the spirit world i don't i think i'm confused because i felt like in the last airbender they made it sound like basically only the avatar goes to the spirit world and then maybe like a few select others did we see other people in that show go to the spirit world i don't believe so i don't think we ever no, did but so we like, did see iroh interacting that's fine yeah i think of so. the avatar and iroh who like is has very special whatever attunement yeah so like mm-hmm. to me this whole idea that like tons of people can do it is very weird to me mm-hmm. like it doesn't seem to hold with the original mm-hmm. idea of the show yeah and we've talked we think we talked about this either a couple weeks ago or last week but um, my interpretation of it has always been, and I think it might be wrong, but this is just how I've always viewed it. I've always viewed airbenders as naturally being more yeah. attuned to the and spirit maybe world since and there being a part of their practices. 
in the last show. Maybe that's why they didn't really show that. Sure. That would make sense, I guess. I just was like, he was like, I've never been. And I was like, oh, well, most people haven't. So you're just <laughs> normal. <laughs> but um, Got him. it was funny that he like made them all believe he had for so long. <laughs> and his wife was like, you were here for days. And I was like, oh, what were you doing, girl? <laughs> he was lying. <laughs> oh, he's, I was in the spirit world. He's probably yeah. trying to. Sure you were. I know. I know that's what he was doing. But it just Don't sounded you. like. Don't you talk Faulty. about my tens and like that. Then I wanted to sing the, the Shaggy song. It wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. That's a that's a great song. Oh, you know that's who a terrible knows? song. Camera. You know who knows almost all the words to that song besides me? Amber. Jeremiah. Really? <laughs> yeah. When we were in college after the gym, we listened to it in my car and sang it the whole way back. <laughs> you know the two I hate the that two song. whitest kids. Right. Uh, in very <laughs> separate monogamous relationships. <laughs> uh, Had to specify separate. Well, so what did you think, <laughs> bud, about Tenzin not having been in the spirit world? Oh, I don't know. I was just making conversation. I just um, didn't know if you had thoughts. Yeah, I... I didn't... Th- I like where you're going with the like fact that in the other show... Because I hadn't thought about that, that in the other show... Yeah. We had gotten some hints that Iroh was like no, so I think attuned is a good word. We yeah. never got the indication that he'd actually specifically been, been to. There. And even if he world. had, I'm willing to make an exception of one person. That's sure. fine. But like the idea that like Aang just expected Tenzin to yeah. go was interesting to me. And <laughs> besides, like I know, like the thing about the avatars—they can bend all the elements. But in my mind, and these past two episodes solidified it. The big deal about the avatar is that he is the connector to the spirit world mm-hmm. and gets it, and like has that bond with it. He is part spirit. She is part spirit. My goodness. Day. Um. So it makes sense to me that only the avatar would be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't really understand yeah. this whole like. Yeah. Janora can see spirits everywhere. I'm kind of with you. Unless they like. Down on that. So okay, then I have a question. Mm-hmm. How are there spirits in the world if they're all supposed to be locked in the spirit world? Like, how did Heibai or like Ko or all of those were they in the spirit world? Well, partially, and then when something would happen that would upset the balance between the spirit world and the okay. And, and our world, they would kind of cross over. Okay, but like, so like those like dragonfly bunnies shouldn't just be like flying around. Because it's not like the spirit world is our world, we just can't see it. It's like a different place, right? Mm-hmm. I just think they messed up. These are good thoughts. Thank you. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week for... Oh, yeah, I'm just, I hadn't me. thought about a lot of that. That's all Thank good. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But and I've also we've had yes. these talks like I liked how last in the first series like the spirits would present themselves as animals or something mm-hmm. and now they just look like monsters except for these bunny spirits. I was gonna say I think that the dark spirits look like monsters. I think okay. regular spirits still more or less look like that makes sense. Animals. Yeah. Hmm. I, for one, am glad that the waterbending didn't open the spirit portal. Me too. I was so mad. What's the logic? I was like, so like any bending, like if I just threw rocks at it, would it open? Like, Well, so, but also it's the waterbending technique that, not the same, but the waterbending technique that her uncle taught her that like calms the spirits. I still think that's By like circling the water around them. Yeah, I don't think it makes Yeah, you're right. Um, which makes me think it's not an airbending thing, then, that it's, like, each element bending has, like, some connection to spirit bending if you practice it hard yeah. enough, which I don't know how I feel about that. Or if so there's any truth in what Well, I if you said. go back to the lion turtles, I mean, hmm. that tracks. I guess that's true. Did we decide that healing bending, healing is, like, special and only really good people can do it? Because uh, I was surprised that neither Unalak nor his daughter... We're able to. She was like, "We need to get him to a healer." And I, I was mean, like, you have "You're to be a waterbender." Tra- you probably have to be trained. I assumed water. I mean, that's the same as like doing other sort. I don't know, like doing lightning bending. Like, probably not everyone can do it. Have we seen Cora do healing bending? I doubt it. That doesn't seem like Cora. Yeah. Yeah, we have because she talked about how she trained with uh, Katara in the South mm. Pole, and like the, okay. I think in season one. 
I wonder if Kaya can do it too. Probably if Korra can mm-hmm. do it. I'd assume I mean, so. Katara. And There's Katara. Too many K's. Um. <laughs> uh, we have one email this mm, week. Email. Uh, it's from. Uh, it's from. Do it. Vasilia. Mm. Sorry. V a s i l i a. Yeah, I'd say Vasilia. Yeah, Vasilia P. Um. I would recommend it. Episode 70. That was really good. Uh, episode 74. <laughs> um, I don't get it. Because he peed on the on the, on the the podcast and he wouldn't Ugh. recommend it. Cecilia <laughs> uh, <laughs> wants to start off by wishing us all a spherical day. Ha! <laughs> they, yes. They've never watched Drake and Josh, but you guys make it seem like the best show in the world, so they have to start. I mean, probably Oh, is. no. I know. <laughs> like, See what you don't. did? Yeah, don't get into it. Like, you I hope. <laughs> it's really good <laughs> if you're 13 and. Or 20. Or 33. <laughs> or 45. But I'm just saying, like, I think we love it so much because we, like, started it when we were kids. There's something about nostalgia that makes certain things so great. That, oh, yeah. For example, I sh- I, uh, we forced a buddy of mine in college to watch uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail and talked about how it was like the funniest movie ever. And Monty Python is classically really good, though. It is, but like if it gets if stuff like that gets super hyped up for you yeah. and you finally watch it, you're like, I mean, this was okay. Yeah, that's true. I, I didn't watch... Um, oh, man. It was... Uh, Oh goodness, Hannah, help me out! It's the musical. It's like forty minutes long. Joss Whedon did it. Oh uh, yeah, Doctor Horrible. Horrible. Doctor Horrible sing along blog. I didn't watch that for literally a year after I first heard of it because it was I heard of it in college through my friends who like still never seen it. Now we can't watch it anymore. They talked it up so much that I knew like it didn't matter. Like it was it was Don't not going to live it? up to their yeah ridiculous. he does. Oh, it was so good. But if I I maintain that if i had watched it when i was talking with them because i mean they were like there was like six of them and they were blowing it way out of proportion but they were also those kind of people they were and i knew that's and i knew that if i watched it i wasn't gonna like it so that I was like we mostly people... do that with drake and josh because it's funny yeah. mostly because buddy doesn't like it <laughs> i know <laughs> i mean it's like but... when everyone was like firefly is the single greatest show of all time and i watched it, it and is. i was like it is <laughs> <laughs> we gotta stop talking about joss whedon stuff Oh, I know. Isn't that unfortunate? It's come out that he's an abusive director. Like oh, actors really? on Buffy have come out yeah, that he like mistreated them horribly. No. I Elizabeth know. Olsen from uh, Avengers was yeah. like, yeah, he's a jerk. <gasps> yeah, and told wow. told her that she would never get to wear a classic Scarlet Witch costume as long as he was involved. What a weirdo. I know. I just and... <laughs> like it's not like necessarily sexual, but it's definitely misogynistic. Mm-hmm. Right. But also. He mistreated Ray Fisher, and that wasn't misogyny. That was just mistreatment. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it was... Um... I don't know, but it's it's all over yeah. the news today, and it's really disheartening because, like, we love what we... I think I love Buffy in spirit, <laughs> and <laughs> we like Dr. Horrible, and I mean, we love Fly- behind, Firefly. He was behind Toy Story, too. Like, <laughs> What? Yeah. It's just, like, it sounds like he's awful. Like... It's crazy how all these things come out now. Like, one of the actors on Buffy was like, yeah, there was a rule that he was not allowed to be alone with me anymore. Like, wow. and she was the, the youngest, she like the teen actress. Mm-hmm. And it's like crazy that stuff like that comes out. Anyway, sorry to do that to you, bud. Yeah. It's, uh, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> but back to uh, Vasilia P's email. Uh, they, specifically to Hannah, they'd like to say, Rahide. Oh. I don't have it in me. Yep. Uh, Do it again. One second. No problem. Speaking I don't want to disappoint them. Of course. Speaking of raw hides, uh, they remember spending a whole day surprising their friends with it after watching the episode. <laughs> Did your friends also know what it was? Because otherwise that would be like really disheartening. Okay, buddy. Go. He has messages for each of us. Well, Hannah, it could be a she. Buddy. Oh, you're right. Sorry. Uh, they, Vasilia, they have messages for each of us individually. Rawhide. Shoot them up. Feed the cows. Beat the. Oh, I always go for beat the. You always say like, shoot them up. I always say shoot them up. That's a classic. Say something about cows. I do not do it, really? 
I don't know. And then I always go for not, something very violent or always, inappropriate at the end. Okay, Red the Creek. I can't do it if I don't start with shoot him up. Because that's just like close off the tongue, you of know? Of course, because you should always shoot shoot him up. Buddy, and rawhide. Do the thing. Fart the... Hey, you noise. always do, <laughs> you do always the thing. You always do the thing. <laughs> you always say do the thing. Man the guns. That was pretty good. Yeah. I'm that was your slow, best one. But yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fart the what? Fart the noise. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's a new saying. He's not wrong. You've hey heard tubs. it here first. Trademarked. Oh. Hey, Tubbs. TM, TM, TM. Do you see Belly? I do see Bubs. I feel like she has to go to the bathroom. Oops. My 60-pound uh, pit bull has recently realized that she is a lap dog and <laughs> likes to climb up on my lap even at my computer <laughs> desk. That's what's The fact on. that you guys didn't name her Naga is just so disappointing to me. Yeah, she well, luck. she's in theme. No, so like, I know. I know. I know. But like, it's just too perfect. It never would have even occurred to me. Yeah, but like also, also, where is Naga? We haven't seen her in forever. Right? She doesn't exist Good point. no more. Good point, me. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I just congratulated <laughs> myself. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time. It's very true. I am my biggest fan. <laughs> oh, you got that right. All right. Noah, right hide. No. Oh, Noah. <laughs> Um, mine, are, mine are always the same because it's always something up, something down. Fight a brick. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Fight a brick. Vasily would like Hannah to know that she's the nicest. She seems like the nicest, most empathetic person there could be. Oh my um, god! <laughs> so- Noah. <laughs> you know I'm uh, nice and empathetic. Oh, oh yes, of course. He's just being a turd. <laughs> I am known for being very nice. And empathetic. Yeah. Buddy? Oh, yeah. Back me up. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Noah's such a turd. Look, you can't ever listen to Little Brothers. Like... <laughs> 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 or Skeletor. <laughs> <laughs> they Thank you, Vasilia. like me to know that I am the seem like the most uh, patient, chill, relaxed, easygoing person there is. Hmm. Um, yeah. And that, and that without me, the podcast would be a mess. That is true. Without <laughs> Buddy, it wouldn't exist. Yeah, I was going to say, it, A, wouldn't have happened in the first place, and B, uh, would we never have been recorded or edited or done anything. Yes. I still am stunned by how cameras work. So, what What is a camera? Am I right? right? What is a camera? How am I there, but also here? <laughs> Buddy oh, is oh, actually oh, very patient and he puts up with a lot. <laughs> oh, that's no, too quiet. Deep. There we go. Um, <laughs> Did I say deep? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems inappropriate. Well, you're talking about intellectual, but you know. right. yeah, intellectually deep. Okay. Yeah. okay and that's okay. why. So like, right, you have you to know, cameras work. Out. I'm there. Yeah. I'm still here. Imagine, <laughs> you, imagine yeah. if you imagine if you had to cabbage out buttons. <laughs> oh, that would be like buttons on buttons. But I mean, it would just be like turtles all the way down. The um. They have a question for me. Wait. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they're asking if I've ever made love to a centaur. And in parentheses, they're pointing out that, that they're not weird, but we said that one time on a podcast. What? Apparently yeah, I keep, said that I had made keeps, love to a centaur. This keeps coming along. What is it keeps wrong with back. you? <laughs> yeah, I can't figure out where we said some this. Some kind of psychotic Listeners, break. if you could help us, like, what episode that's on, and, like, what is wrong with Buddy? And I should bet, I divorce uh, him? If, if, I, if what, I had to bet money on it. That same question. I'm guessing it would be... My name is Buddy, and I'm best known for making love to a centaur. That's insane. <laughs> Vasily actually said, what is going on in his head? That's what... Um, well, yeah, what is going on in your head? <laughs> I, I am not a centaur. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> I am disturbed. Okay, so here's... here's. Oh, oh, no, I'll come back to that. I'll come back to that. Uh, Noah, he would like you to know that you're hilarious. It's in all caps. Uh, they would like you to know. That Honestly, everyone. Thank you. They were like, you know, everyone on the podcast is, but Noah just stands out because sometimes he says funny things and no one ever hears him, and it's so sad. <laughs> I know that is the burden I bear. That is the it cross sounds that like I the, carry. It sounds like all the listeners are hearing Vas- them. Vasilia says, "That's like not the first time." What? Vasilia says, "Listen to Noah." You are the funniest. I agree. Look at it, those eyebrows. They say also, you're a ginger, uh, just like the great Ronald Weasley. So be grateful. Mm. <laughs> Mom. Whenever I make those jokes, she always turns to me and she's like, but he's not really a ginger. I know. She really has like, to defend she it. She takes it I know. <laughs> I love mom. And I'm like, 
mom, there's nothing wrong with being a mom. ginger. He's not, but like, there's nothing wrong if he was. No, I think she's, she's just she's worried I'm going to hurt your feelings. I know. She's or like maybe her, she can't believe that she birthed a ginger. Well, that's she always told the story she's about when the doctor was like, oh, he's, 25 years. He's, got some red, he's got some red hair. And she's like, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he does not. Gingers have beautiful hair. It's just a joke that happened. And now it's in now, our lives. Now, if I had freckles, that would be a problem. It's true. I have a lot of freckles. You just can't really see them. I got freckles on my shoulder for days, and I don't know why. Because you got sunburned. Vasily says, Noah, you like anime, so have <laughs> you seen Seven Deadly Sins? Uh, Seven Deadly Sins is my favorite. Oh, well, there you go. Wow. Yeah, I love You Seven never have mentioned it. Is Naruto anime? I watched one episode oh, of that, and Naruto I was like, mm, is so not good. for me. Oh, you didn't like Seven Deadly? Uh, yeah. Well, again, I watched one episode, so. Yeah, I've it's had kind of two teenage, well, like, Preaching to teenage clients who have been oh. like, I'm like, what's your favorite TV show? And they mentioned Naruto. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. And they're like, have you seen it? And I said, no, but my brother likes it. <laughs> I've seen all of them. I watched all I the know. filler. 60% of the first series is filler. And I've watched every single episode. It's wow. ridiculous. Naruto. Anyway, it's just, it's popular with the kids still. Naruto. So. <laughs> Naruto. Oh, maybe so don't, maybe don't seven... keep that, buddy. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Just, I mean, it was like a lot worse because I could see your face and you went like... <laughs> I did not. That is a lie. Don't slander me. <laughs> anyway, you know. I did not do what are this. We doing? No, but you like, you did go like this. I did no, squint. No. You're right. It's just natural. <laughs> yeah, that can't stay in. You know who does great accents? Trevor Noah. Like it's a it's unreal. Yeah. Well, did you know he speaks like seven languages? Yeah. It's yeah. It's he's cra- amazing. Well, and so like his Japanese accent sounds better than like it. It does. I've heard him. Anime. <laughs> he never sounds racist or anything because he sounds legitimately like those people. Right. Those people. Oh my god. Take that out. <laughs> no, because you weren't. It's not. It, it's I just meant he sounds he like didn't... people of different. Right. Because it's Accents. not even those people. It's like it's people all, from all the over. people. Like his um his when American he does, like, white Amer- man is the best. I was just gonna say that he does a per- or like American white girl. He does like the perfect like. I can't <laughs> oh do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. The final thing from Vasilia's email, uh, Vasilia's email, uh, is that they and this is to me like is mind blowing. They wanted to say they watched Legend of Korra a long time ago when it was on Netflix. Uh, but at that point, they didn't know Avatar The Last Airbender existed. Oh, no. So they watched it and honestly thought it was amazing. That makes sense, though, because, like, <laughs> that's like when people just watch have Serenity the world, first. And they're like, like right. you'd be like, so wow, good. this is so cool. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, that they said sense. they were mesmerized by the concept of bending. Yeah. Um, so If you had never seen the original Star Wars and you saw the prequels, wouldn't you still think, like, lightsabers and Jedi were cool? Right, right, right. So yeah, I, I mean like, that's the way to watch it, man. Don't uh, don't get your <laughs> no. Go watch the last Airbender. <laughs> that's like uh, that's like uh, if you watch The Hobbit first and you were like, oh, there's nothing better than these movies yeah. that are complete garbage. I have to go to the bathroom. Thanks so much for the email, Vasilio. We really appreciate it. Yes, quite right indeed. Can we? Yeah, take a break. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I gotta let Bella. Right. Looks like it's only That's cool. We'll wait. She didn't give her an extra key. That doesn't make sense. Buddy, those lyrics weren't good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that right. I love that the advice he gives this guy is just say. Even though she clearly saw you doing this thing. Just say, nah, it wasn't me. <laughs> That's uh, good old Shaggy. Did you like that song too, or was it just your brother? Um, I mean, I know the song. I okay, I didn't know. If, really, yeah. I didn't know if it was like a family thing, where like you guys listen to it together. No. <laughs> okay. No, I listened to mostly like 80s rock when I was in school. Well, who's your favorite... 80s band hmm. do you have one or is it more like i liked individual because that's actually the way i find uh, i felt with a lot of 80s artists was i liked songs by them there yeah. are very few that are like i like this album i liked all of it yeah um hmm. 
I mean, I mean if you're looking for an album, of course, I think, I think, I'm not sure about this, but I think Jackson's Thriller album yeah, came Thriller out in the '80s. Just about one of, yeah, it did, and that, that's one of the greatest albums of all time. Right. Um, I also. Um, oh, nuts! What's the? What? There's an '80s band that has a good album that I like, and I'm trying to remember what it is. That could be anybody. The Smiths, oh, well, yeah, The Smiths, oh, man. So, yeah, The Smiths album, which I don't know the name of the album, but it's golden. Are they from the 80s? Yep. Um, Smiths were active from 82 to 87, according to Google. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, Ario Speedwagon, are they 80s? That's who I was thinking of. Yes. Or maybe 70s to 80s. Yeah, Ario Speedwagon is so good. But he loves 80s music. Also... Like Belly ate and, some of your and yeah, impossible meat. Because you left the bowl in your... Oh, I left it on the nightstand? Yep. Okay. So we'll just have to watch her. Make yep. sure she doesn't die. Yep. Okay. Um, let's plant. go back in. What, Noah? It's just a plant. I know. But yeah, but it's new enough that it. they don't know how dogs will react to it, so they suggest not feeding it to your animals yet. Uh, Does anyone else have any uh, thoughts, or are we on to highs and lows? Um... I wish that there was more Bolin. Yeah. We saw him for a second, and I was like, this is what I was missing the last two episodes. There was no humor, like nothing yeah. funny about it. And I saw him, and I was like, my spirits are lifted. And then we barely saw him. So. A, lo- a lot of this episode was connected to the guru in the first uh, first show. What? I don't know what okay. that one is. I mean, I can vaguely get that. The guru is the one where um, they met the... The old guy with the banana juice. I mean, wasn't that at the Eastern Air Temple? I'd believe that. I don't remember which temple it was, but he was at an air temple. I yeah. think it was the Eastern one. I think I think that's what they were saying, that uh, this is near where he first met the guru. Gotcha. Does Bolin get cooler? Yes. Next season. Okay. Okay. Hanging in there. Or season. Although, did we love, <laughs> like, um, when Bolin was like, I said this to Buddy, but he was like, Cora's been gone a week. Yeah. And I was like, Cora did not wait any longer to get with Mako when he was dating Asami. So perhaps we have, um, you know, found the tie. In yeah, the Mako's problems. a dog. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Noah. <laughs> All right, highs and lows. So you want to go first? Uh, oh, we didn't wait for the full intro. <laughs> <laughs> I think that there were a couple t- to choose from, but my low is that I just feel like, no, I don't think we're going for the same one. I think we're going Do to. You? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Really? Oh. <laughs> go get it. <laughs> I feel like they've really ruined Lin Beifong. Um, I feel like the past couple of times with Mako, they've brought her in. And in the first season, she was cool and she was like hard, but she was fair and she like had a sense of justice. And for the fact that she like hired these two bozos or believes them or like she had enough to believe to hire Mako, but didn't believe in him at all to like look into the story or whatever. I just feel like they're bringing her in and she's not, they're giving her this job of like Mm. really crappy captain who... Like, where's the cool Lin Beifang who sacrificed herself for Tenzin's family? Like, she what was, is happening? She was such a minor character in this episode. When you said they've really ruined her, I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Is she even in this episode? But that's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. But that's the thing. Like, yeah. they ruined her in that she should be a bigger part. Like, yeah. she had such a crucial role in the end of season one, and now they've relegated her to nonsense. Like, uh, does she get cool again? Yes. I don't know. All right. Well... I just thought she was a super cool Season character, four. and I've been very disappointed by mm-hmm. what I've seen. So that's actually Vanilla. great. That's a great point. Um, what were you gonna say since you thought we would have this? Yeah, that was it. That was it. You're lying. It is one hundred percent not what I was gonna say. <laughs> um, I actually was very disappointed uh, with Tenzin in this episode. Oh. It's probably realistic that he would a 
if he, I, I see, I, I wish that if someone who wasn't the Avatar could go into the spirit world, I wish Tenzin could, because I think that makes yeah. more sense for the character who's been training all of his life to be able to do this, versus Janora, yeah. who is a kid, which is fine. And I, you know what Hannah's saying earlier about how, or Buddy, I don't remember which one of you guys said it, that she's about the same age as Aang was, Buddy probably. Um, but. So that that's one problem, but the bigger problem is once he realized that he wasn't the guide, how stubborn he was being was just like, yeah. that's disappointing. Like you, you see, your daughter clearly has a great connection. Um, yeah, I'm I not could, saying it's unrealistic. I just didn't yeah. care for that. As for I could understand it more if it was like a stranger mm-hmm. who got to help Cora. But I was like, this is your daughter. Like I feel like I did. I do think like it would have been hard for him, mm-hmm. but I would have expected that he would have dealt with that more privately right. than instead of being like, she's too young. She can't do that. Well, and so if there was like, if he was voicing like, there is a extreme danger for her doing this. Like, this is going to be harmful Which he for did her. say that. Which, he did. Yeah, but that didn't feel like the reason why he was saying that, right? It felt like it was, yeah. I don't know. So and, and I'm, I thought he was going to be like, I've done all this training. So Janora, since you're going to guide her, let me train you on what I've learned mm-hmm. before you go in there. And I was like, that would have been cool. And then Tenzin wouldn't have been absolutely worthless this episode. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, agree. <laughs> I, I kind of, I get what you're saying, but I kind of disagree as well. Yeah, yeah same. Yeah. I, I didn't love it either. Um, like, just watching it, I didn't love it. But um, Tenzin, to me, seems a little structured and a little about the rules, yeah. which for um, the spirit world maybe isn't the best sort of approach. Well, sure. And he's an achiever. He's used to being like yeah. his dad and being able to do what his dad does. And so it did, It personally did make sense for his personality that he would be like very frustrated at not being able to do something that he's trained for. Um, so, yeah, it was not fun to watch, and it wasn't like nice for his character, but I did think it was realistic. Yeah. yeah, and I thought he did a pretty good job of um, kind of stepping aside. Like, it was a struggle for him, and, like, we saw that it was a struggle for him, but at the in the end, he did step aside and let Janora be the one to... I did think it was good that his siblings were there, because sometimes it's only your siblings who can call you out. Kyle was like, hey, stop being so stubborn, dude. Like, you're not going to do it. Let yeah. your kid, who clearly has the ability, and, like, I don't know who else could have said that to him, and he would have, like, taken it. Yeah. So, I don't know, it was really interesting. But you're right, it was... It was, it was hard to watch. It was disappointing for me, at least. Yeah, I get that. I don't know. I just feel like Tenzin is one of my favorite characters in the show. And I feel like they've really minimalized his usage. Because I know he's not... Maybe it's coming back, though. Yeah. Well, and next season, he plays a pretty crucial role. But it's yes. just like... I don't I don't know. I, I Because he feels like the closest... Which is going to sound stupid since Korra is literally... <laughs> Aang incarnate. Aang, yeah. <laughs> Reincarnate. Um, but, Noah, at one point, Tenzin kind of says, like, what you're saying. And Korra says, like, yeah, but everything he did was for himself, and all you ever do is for me. So she's like, even though you're, like, failed in this aspect, like, stop it, you're freaking me out. <laughs> you, <laughs> like, she points, because he basically says, like, I feel useless. Yeah. And she's like, but it's your intention more than what you can teach me. Yeah, and I actually really, um, well, never mind. We'll talk about it later. Uh, Milo, yeah, Milo, um, so Hannah, you don't love that, like, Bolin isn't getting his time, and, um, Beifong isn't getting her time, and Noah, you're talking about how Tenzin really isn't getting... His time. When I was watching this episode, I kind of just felt not like the episode, and also the show was just felt a little aimless. Yes. Like mm-hmm. who who is it that we're watching at this point, and why yeah. do I care? Right. Yeah. Um. And so that that was, I think, a low for me because there wasn't anything specific in this episode that I was like, ah, that's it. I don't like it. But it was just kind of this realization that, like, one, I don't care about Unalak. Like, Vatu's, yeah. Vatu's an interesting villain, mm-hmm. um, but the way they're tying him into Unalak, I was just like, I don't know. I was still thinking today, I really wish they had expanded Amon into season two, mm, yeah. because he was interesting. Yeah. Um, and I, it's just, there's, and I, even in this episode, like, I, who are we focused on? It wasn't, Cora, I, I guess. Cor- the I show mean, Janora was in the show more than Cora was this episode. Yeah. And I think, is it also because we don't have 
a connection to Korra. Like, we don't care. And that's, that's kind of what I mean, is that there's a lot of characters that I would love to see developed, and mm-hmm. most of the time, we're getting a lot of Korra time. Well, that's because she's the star of the In show, the right? I get that, but... <laughs> I understand. But with The Last Airbender, Aang was the main character. The Last Airbender. But, exactly, the title character, one might say. <laughs> but... The supporting players got entire episodes to themselves pretty frequently, mm-hmm. and or they entire were entire th- episodes to themselves. Well, I would each one got at least an episode that was that was devoted to them, or um, or an arc that was like greatly affected the whole. Yeah, like that for that episode, they were the main character, right? Like in that episode, right. um, and I don't think this show does that quite as well as is because yeah. that's that's what I love about the Last Airbender so much is that. Um, you know, you fall in love with Toph, and you fall in love with Sokka, and you fall in love with, well, to a lesser extent, Katara. Um, I do I do really like Katara, but she's got, like, her mom moments and things. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's there, a writing issue. <laughs> there are so many great supporting characters. Even when you look at the, the sort of minor things, um, you know, Suki and Mei and Ty Lee, uh, and then even the villains, right? They all get there, and I just don't feel like I'm there, at least at this point, with, with Korra. Well, that's the yeah. problem with rotating villains, too. You have a different main villain every single season in the show. Mm. I that's don't true. think that is true. I, Which think you that could, I think you could argue... They suffer from not overarching yeah. story plot. Well, and I think you could argue... I mean, Zuko is the enemy of season one. He's not really the enemy, enemy of season two. He no. is an enemy, but Azula mm-hmm. is. And then for season yeah. three, like... Well, you'd say Oz- or, uh, Ozai. Fire but, Lord. Like, He's not, he's not into that much. It really still is just Azula. But you're, like, working towards that. Yeah. Whereas in this, kind of like Buddy, they've just, like, introduced Unalak, kind of like Buddy said, mm-hmm. and we don't really know what they're working towards. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, all right, well, anyway, so I do think that's true. Like, that's fair. Aimless if they would have, like, word. one villain or one goal throughout the show, well, like Aang did, which was to learn all the elements, but then with Korra, they did it in one season. Mm. Hey, what's your high? Um, hmm, I forgot. One second. I think my head must have just been Janora. I think it's cool. Like, I think that they've bunked up the spirit world. I don't like that. But I do think it's cool, the idea that, like, there are things to learn from kids. And um, especially spiritually, like, there's ways that people get to it in all different aspects. And so I just thought it was cool to see a child being a spiritual leader. So. Cool. Yep. No. I think I'm going to do my eye like this. No. I'll just whisper it. No! Um. I'll just keep screaming. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, my high, and I don't know if this is a good one or not, but... Um, Who cares? And I don't know if it's because she just didn't do anything overly stupid in this episode, but this is <laughs> the most mature Korra has seen yeah. this entire season. I not this entire show, but yeah. this entire season. Because she really regressed well, in so, season two. Yeah, I mean, season two, she's just been a train wreck. And I liked Agreed. I liked the encouraging words that she said to Tenzin. Um, me too. As if to say, just because you can't do this thing for me doesn't mean what you haven't done. And not just encouraging, she apologized to him. Yeah. And so, yes, I was like, finally, this is the Cora I can get behind, where she's, like, focused on the goal. She's not talking about a boy. She's apologizing for being a butt. That's a great Love point. Love it. That's a great point. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you're definitely getting back at me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Buddy. Um... <laughs> Perfect. My high is that they're doing such a good job with uh, keeping me on my toes about Varric. I know. It's so good. I, like as he's talking we didn't to Mako. Talk about that, did we? I know. But, well, that's because I it intentionally kept it as my high. I didn't want to talk about it. Um, if someone else brought it up, of course we would have. But right. that's why I didn't. That's why no, I he would have been like, it. no, never. He'd have been like, um, please stop. <laughs> Don't you do it anymore. I can't tell you anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was intentional. Look how red my face is. But yeah, during the Mako scene. Yeah, audience, listen, <laughs> listen to see how red <laughs> Hannah's face is. During the Mako scene? Did you, yes. did you get it? Did you get a good, a good listen to that? <laughs> okay. Like a tomato. Yeah, uh, like the sounds of a tomato. Um, squish, squish, squish. So yeah, during the Mako Stop. scene, I was thinking... 
to myself that like I still don't know where they're like I. Is I he c- threatening him? Right. I could believe that Mako, the crazy man, or um, Varric, the crazy man Varric, is just offering him a job, and he's just like this crazy I weird. thought they did such a good job. Like, But then you could also see the mastermind. could have been a threat. Right. It, it also could have been like just a nice whatever. Just this goofy guy walked across it. coals. I love Asami because, and this is not going to sound great, but I feel like a lot of times in shows, it's the men telling the women, like, you're too emotional. You're yeah, too paranoid. Down. You're working yourself up. I know. Yeah. And so for Asami to say to Mako, like, I think you just need a rest. Like, <laughs> chill out. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> chill out, Mako. Is it that time of month that your hormones <laughs> going all crazy or what? I think yeah, someone needs a day at the salon. Exactly. Someone just needs a massage and, like, a shopping day. Are you hungry, Mako? <laughs> Are you hungry? You should smile more. You are eating oh first. my oh, gosh. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> you crossed the line. My pet peeve. <laughs> Why would you have a pet named Peeve? That's a terrible idea. I tell my boss this all the time. Like, we'll be talking about a student or just anybody. And he'll be like, yeah, they're really nice. And I'll be like, they told me to smile. So they're <laughs> on my list. I had someone tell me that I should smile more when I'm playing the drums. And I was like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh boy, here I go, playing the drums again. You should do that and not break eye contact with them. Just be like, oh, they're dead. <laughs> Nobody plays the drums like that. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm playing the cymbals like a monkey. <laughs> huh. Who was it? I'll never tell. <laughs> I'll tell you. You bro. sounded like, you sounded like Bob Burgers when Bob... When the voice of Bob voices Koopy Kochi, <laughs> I'll never tell, murder him. I can't do it, murder but he, he does it like really creepy. Like, <laughs> Was it mom? Because you have a nice <laughs> smile. <laughs> uh, she said it really brings the blonde out in your hair. <laughs> smile to reduce the what gender. What hair? What hair, mom? <laughs> uh, no, I'll tell uh, you, but I have to whisper it to you. Ugh. Okay. Oh, man. I think that's going to do it for us this week, <laughs> folks. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, find us on Twitter or Facebook at Stark Friends, or you can email us at StarkFriendsPodcasts at gmail.com. Friends uh, and podcasts are plural. Yeah. There's Please email us. Words. Um, Thank you, Also, Julia. catch our other podcast. We have a story, uh, a podcast called Stories, a Stark Friends podcast, which is more of a general podcast about just whatever the heck we want to talk about. Um, it's so go. just as weird. Yeah. So if you like our brand of weird, uh, go focus, check that one though. out. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. No. Uh, 100%. <laughs> No, I don't know. Did you know? Did you? What is that? Be careful. We've talked about that. I can't remember. I tell you this every time. I'm sorry. You have to wait until a listener emails. (laughs) Is that the close-up? That's the sign-off. I don't like it.